This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye! Rape! 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 On the first fucking date! I wonder what a strip club in Chicago would be like. I can't imagine good... Well, you went to one. Yeah, when I was when I was working up there, I had a couple on my route. You know, I, I've, I've been to Polecats. I was Polecats. Up for your bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Well, my bachelor party was up there, too. I got married up there. But I went to Polecats. That was part of my, my Thursday route. You know, I used to go see the ladies at lunchtime. <laughs> it's too cold, man. Just a bunch of thick bitches on fucking poles, man. With hard nipples. They got to put on that winter coat. <laughs> yeah, but ain't, ain't no wrong with that, Jody. Come I'm on. not. Listen, I'm not mad at that. I've only been to one strip club, but as you said, sit the bar low. I set the bar too high the first one I went to, and I'm oh. in Arkansas now where ours suck. So I've not even been to one here in this state. I went to one in East St. Louis, a.k.a. Illinois, whatever the right. fuck. But yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> what was that establishment called? I think it was called Playtimes. Maybe. Wow. So it could be a daycare sounds, during no. the day and a strip club at night. I, uh, I got a steak. I got a steak and fries at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon in the B-Squad. Was it good? I have never had so much pussy in my face. <laughs> like It was one of those things. You watch TV or you watch movies and you hear all the rules about, oh, don't touch the strippers and all, you know, all that shit. So I went in there with no idea but kind of like – an outline of like, okay, just don't be a creep. Right. This lady like put both of her legs on my shoulders and pulled her shit to the side. Oh my. I'm that kind of a freak though. So I was like, cool. And yeah, I gave her a couple dollars. It's. You didn't want any Eskimo kisses with the man in the boat? No, 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 no. Now that happened later with a different one. Mm. So it's, man, that was a crazy afternoon. (laughs) Sounds like fun. (laughs) It was a Tuesday. Okay. Hot Cheetos and Takis, Hot Cheetos and Takis. I can't get enough of these Hot Cheetos and Takis. Got my fingers stained red and I can't I get them off. You can catch me in my coat eating Hot Cheetos and Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis, 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 Hot Cheetos and
Fuck both of y'all for this. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, nope. what do you mean fuck both of y'all for that? It's made my night, you dog. You need to get to the best part where that little man goes off. Oh, when he just starts screaming? Yeah. So <laughs> the funny thing is, is I've listened to the first minute or two of this song a bunch. And then today, just because I wanted to go through and get to that part, I listened to it. That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to do like the Eminem, I guess, like the aggressive ass. Hang on. He likes hot Cheetos and Takis. That is some aggressive ass snacking. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. There's some snacks in this world that I'll get that kind of aggressive over, but not many. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> I'll fist fight you over an oatmeal cream pie, though. I'll tell you what. That's some commissary shit. <sighs> okay. Hello and welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight, special guest gangsters all the way from the dirty, dirty south, Tampa, Florida. Uh, the notorious Wutskis, uh, Chris and Dutch, uh, the hashtag no offense show. What's up, fuckers? Hello, what is up? I love my new name that you gave me, which is the Tampa Queen of Bean. It's not bad. <laughs> I think it fits, right? The the last time I, I heard your voice, it was slaughtering uh, a fellow a fellow ex podcaster. Now I think, and you know, it's rest in pieces, sir. It's hey, it's a tough game. And y'all just both take a drink at the same time. Look at you just rapping and shit, and then you both mm, <laughs> like Kermit the Frog. Hey, man, I'm, I was going to pour one out, but I don't waste alcohol. So I poured one out for Joby. What the fuck, bro? You need to get one in, too. You're I being, got one. It's almost gone. Being disrespectful. Get another one. Disrespectful. Speaking of Joby, I was talking to him right before we started. He made me tell him that I would tell you hello. Oh. So hello from Joby. That's sweet. Joby. This will come out in like three months. He might have another show, you know? <laughs> that's, hey, that's the rumor. I told him. I said, "How's it going to feel to buy all that podcast equipment for a third time?" You know, is this the thing? <clears throat> One thing that I told Brooke and Randall early on when I spoke with them: um, when you have a married couple show, if you're being honest, and it's just you guys, you guys are going to work through some shit eventually because it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's your you time, it's your chat time. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing what you're supposed to and utilizing that tool. You're really going to work through some shit. And you guys, personally, I heard, worked through a couple things not too long ago, as a matter of fact. Now, maybe it was deeper shit and you guys kind of planned it. But sometimes that shit will come out. It's like you get more of a, not a confidence, but a comfort out of doing it when you're talking into a microphone. So you can actually speak your mind sometimes. And you might really get to the bottom of some shit, which is great. That's her. That's her. I've said that before. I will say more on the microphone than I will face-to-face. Yeah. Just him and I. I've done it. I don't have to look my wife in the eye when I talk into a microphone. I can look over here and be like, <laughs> I, I want to put it in your butt. <laughs> Shifty eyes. I know. It's funny. <laughs> I'll try to talk stuff out with her, and she don't want to talk. And then as soon as Friday rolls around and we hit record, she's like, oh, yeah, so about that shit. Boom. Motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dutch My comes alive like, well, on Friday. Just do fake podcast. Just sit her down and say you're going to record and talk about what you got to record or talk about what you got to talk about and then just don't put it out. Just air it out. Oh. We'll see. Uh, so you guys were able to to bring some stuff to the table. And I think 
in a healthy way, work it as far as you could in that moment, which is great. It, it's, it lets me know that you guys are kind of on the same page, which I think is what very do, important. What do we do? What are we talking about? What do we do? Dude, there was an episode where shit got real. I think it was right before Joby's episode. Two or three? You guys got into some shit? It got heavy. No? I don't know. I mean, it does. I'm not saying it doesn't. You know, it's usually about me complaining that I don't get, you know, any booty and shit. <laughs> that was part of it. Hey, the thing is, that was a legit complaint. <laughs> and and I think it got a legit answer. What I'm saying is you guys are, are using it the way it's supposed to be used. Now, when you had Joby and his lovely wife on. I found out some stuff about that equation that I was not privy to <laughs> because, you know, you're going to do this. And I already feel bad enough. I feel like I was the final nail in his shit falling apart, you know, and I take a lot of I take a lot of blame. I probably don't need to take because it's not my fault. I mean, he's a grown man and he's, you know, he's, he knows what he's got to do. You, but, you do that to yourself all the time. But it's look, not just with this. Coincidentally, he comes on our show with his wife. Shit gets a little uncomfortable to the point where people are like, damn, man, like that was hard to listen to. And then within what, two weeks, then he's like, yep, that's that's yeah. that. Obviously, he had some stuff that he needed to work out after the first endeavor. And this is me letting my opinion because I've, I've been through this fight about 10 times. Like I said, I say it all the time. I've quit podcasting at least 20 since I started. Uh, And it's not even because I wanted to. It's just I get so fucking pissed about having to apologize for being in here and all this shit that I'm just like, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. Right. But at the end of the day, I have priorities. I don't have any other hobbies, really. I don't play video games, you know, shit like that. And that's not a shot. I'm just saying, like, it is about priorities. You have a certain amount of time in a day that you have to spend doing shit. And unfortunately, if you have other things, sometimes it's going to get a little dicey. Well, sure, but I don't think that you should give up all of you just to make somebody else happy. Like, I think there should be more compromise in situations like that. I saw that little side eye you just gave me. What was that about? What? (laughs) Nothing. We compromise all the time. I know. I think, but I mean, I know, I know you put your kid to bed every night. So as long as you're doing what you need to do, then you should be able to do what you want to do. That's the way I look at it. It's one of those things where I understand that I have responsibilities that I have to take care of and I do those. And as long as those are covered, usually I'm good. Now I fuck off sometimes and don't help some, you know, where I'm supposed to with certain stuff. And she usually lets that slide. So as long as I'm doing my dad duty, she's fine. Well, I, I slack off too. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not one to like always do the laundry or always put it away. I'm sure your wife ain't perfect neither. No, it's real easy to do. And that's why we can usually work it out. Cause right. at the end of the day, we know we're not perfect. Like we fucking slack off. She'll take, I'll come home sometimes and she's like, I didn't do a fucking thing today, man. I'm sorry. And I go, it's fine. But it's, it's whatever. That's I mean, listen, what we're talking about, we're talking about fucking laundry. We're talking about fucking laundry, laundry Jody. dishes. I mean, whatever. come on, dude. It's yeah. fucking chores. We are, we are grown ass men. I told Joe when, when he was uh, talking to people. me about that. Or people. Well, I'm just talking to Jody. I was addressing Jody. I understand you're a woman. You're a beautiful lady, and I can see you. Well, I appreciate it. What I'm, what I, what I'm, what I'm getting at though is that what I told Joe, I was like, now you were maybe neglecting some things, and that's obvious. But at the end of the day, dude, no one's gonna be fucking eighty years old on their deathbed going, man, I should have did more things around the house. You know, I should have been more available. <laughs> well, you're gonna be remembering the dumb shit we did. You're gonna be remembering fucking New Jersey. You're gonna be remembering that the time when Adam shoved mushrooms in Wolitsky's mouth on a fucking podcast. You know, like those are the things that you're going to remember. You're not gonna remember how you fixed the goddamn garbage disposal, dude. I just yeah. think that they're totally one hundred percent into different things she's 100% into the family and he's not 100% into the family and that's why it didn't work she has no hobbies it happens man I think 
if she had a hobby, it might have worked out something because then there was a compromise there. Like she could do her thing and then he could do his thing and then if somebody's if somebody's home with the kids a lot, that can really lay heavy on a motherfucker. Like I don't know his personal life. I'm sure he works. So yeah, some of them do. You know, and that's I don't know. I've I've learned there's a definitely a balance, and I don't know what the fuck it is because I still eat shit once in a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, the problem that dudes make is that women are always going to be super mom. It's just in them. Yeah. They just have that extra gear, and we don't have that extra gear. Sometimes. And sometimes we try to match that gear, and that's when you know the wheels start falling off. Just let them be super mom. You don't have to be super dad. Just be good dad. Average you know what dad, I mean? Average dad is great for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, if we choose to be Superman, then we shouldn't patronize you guys for not being as good as we are. Not that I am. I'm just saying that if we choose to be that way, then there's no reason for us to give you guys shit because you're not. Yeah, because we choose to be that way. That's true. Uh, that's something my wife has clued me into. Like with some of our friends, we'll hear about their dirty laundry or what's going on with them, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just interesting to hear how other couples work sometimes. Like you're just like, man. <laughs> It seems like, and you always have an opinion. I get that, you know, but it's, I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. And sometimes I think I've got a good one going and then, you know, I'll, I'll fuck that up or that I'll think my buddies are doing great. And then they get divorced and I'm like, what, what? Mm -hmm. You just never know. But if both people don't want to take care of it, then it's not going to happen. If somebody's just staying in it to stay in it because of the kids or for for financial reasons, then it's not going to work. So just cut the cord and be done with it. Rip off that fucking bandaid and move on. I'm with it. There it is. Hard truth. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like it, man. I think you guys have been together for a long time. So it's like. It's going to be 20 years this September. That's so fucking crazy, man. Congratulations. I'm surprised you can stand each other that long. I'm surprised she can stand me. Well, you're not so bad. I mean, you listen to the show. I mean, you probably heard me say a couple weeks ago when we were kids, I told her you set the bar low so you never be disappointed. And she's still I've like, that, that was one of the, the, I instilled, like if we're watching inside out, that was one of them special memories that rolled down the fucking chamber. Cause she like, that's like her 10 commandments. She's like, I don't expect shit. So I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm like, damn, I told you that when you were 17 and I was trying to fuck, it yeah. worked out living life. by that. It's like you hypnotized her. You're fucking Tony Robbins, man. That's what I, yeah, you know, it's easy. It's easier not to get hurt when you do that by not even just by my your spouse, your significant other, just by people in general. If you're like fuck them, who cares? Then it's easier just to move on. I envy uh, some of the things. Like one thing I've heard you guys talking about being from Tampa. You're not from Tampa, but I'm saying like being in Tampa and stuff like that now, like. That's like the strip club capital of the world, isn't it? Have you oh, guys absolutely. were you guys still doing strip clubs and stuff when you were down there? Have you have you uh, we started down here. not since the kids? Yeah, well, we started down here. We didn't do it. We didn't do them up north. We started when we came down here and saw that we were in the strip club capital of the world. I wonder what a strip club in Chicago would be like. I can't imagine good. Well, you went to one. Yeah, when I was when I was working up there, I had a couple on my route. You know, I, I've, I've been to Polecats. I was Polecats. Up for your bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Well, my bachelor party was up there, too. I got married up there. But I went to Polecats. That was part of my, my Thursday route. You know, I used to go see the ladies at lunchtime. <laughs> it's too cold, man. Just a bunch of thick bitches on fucking poles, man. <laughs> With hard nipples. They got to put on that winter coat. <laughs> yeah, but ain't, ain't no wrong with that, Jody. Come I'm on. not. Listen, I'm not mad at that. I've only been to one strip club, but as you said, sit the bar low. I set the bar too high the first one I went to, and I'm oh. in Arkansas now, where ours suck. 
So I've not even been to one here in this state. I went to one in East St. Louis, a.k.a. Illinois, whatever the fuck. But yeah, that was impressive. (laughs) What was that establishment called? I think it was called Playtimes, maybe. Wow. So it could be a daycare during the day and a ship club at night. I I got a steak. I got a steak and fries at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon in the B-Squad. Was it good? I have never had so much pussy in my face. <laughs> like it was one of those things you watch TV or you watch movies and you hear all the rules about oh don't touch the strippers and all you know all that shit. So I went in there with no idea, but kind of like an outline of like okay, just don't be a creep. Right. I had some chick that like offered to blow me for some blow. I'm like I don't have any. That's just like, then why are you here at two in the afternoon on a Tuesday, sir? Well, from my experience, <laughs> they kind of choose you anyway, and they kind of guide you to what they want you to do to them. That's it. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. so there's no poles. You know, they had like perverts row, the big stages out front. And then if you go in the back room, like it's, you know, it's it's not anything goes, but it's like, you know, as long as they're not hollering for, for assistance and you're not penetrating them, that's pretty much anything else goes. Yeah. Well, see, I'll tell you what, Jody, we have one here and it's world renowned. It's called 2001 Odyssey. And there's a spaceship on top of the building. See, it's a play on 2001, a space Odyssey. Okay. The spaceship is the VIP room. And I think when you go to the spaceship, I don't think there's no penetration rules. I mean, off the record, I think that I've. I've, the bitch I've, is taking you to space. Yeah, I think I've talked to some people that have, have penetrated in the spaceship before. Girls, I'm going to be available anywhere you see my name on the marquee, and you can ride Space Mountain all night long for it'll if you're 18 years old or over. Woo! So I spent $350 in like <laughs> four hours. Oh, my. Uh... And when I left, I told my uncle, I said, you know. <laughs> you did not go with your uncle. Yeah, with my uncle. We were the only two people in there. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. He, he taught me uh, not to buy strippers drinks. That that was something he didn't tell me until after I had done it once. And he was like, hey, man, they can't even drink. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're paying $20 for a glass of water on ice. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, and he told me, what was the other thing? He said, if you're going to get a lap dance, uh, Right before you leave, do it to Stranglehold because it's like an eight-minute long song. Nice. That's good advice. Damn, I didn't know you could pick the song. Well, he said you can go tip the DJ guy. You give him like no five shit. bucks and say, yo, play Stranglehold, Ted Nugent. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's like an eight-minute song. Too. It's not bad, and it's nice to have titties in your face. Well, it's always nice to have titties in your face. I had a couple scarring songs from that. Uh, Cashmere is one of them from Led Zeppelin. Every time I hear that, there was a mocha-colored uh, stripper lady who... <laughs> Who did a lot of, lot of stuff, man? Just all over. <laughs> that is a that is an Arkansas strip club song, dude. That I can visualize this, dude. Like low ceilings and shit, real dark. I can visualize where you were, and I've never even been there. Uh, it was a good time. It was actually funny because at one point the strippers started throwing shade at each other. They were like, "Ah, oh, her pussy kind of stinks," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Yeah. And it's hanging out all the time. It catches bacteria. That's right. Or your air and that bitch out. So That's weird. Where the virus really came from. I always just assume. They would, I just assume they would put titties on your face or something, like at the dentist, like put titties on your head and wiggle them around. And no, this lady like put both of her legs on my shoulders and pulled her shit to the side and was like, "How about That's all a- that?" 
It was That's aggressive. Oh my! I'm that kind of a freak, though. So I was like, "Cool." And yeah, I gave her a couple dollars, and I was like, "That's all." And then yeah, it's. You didn't want any Eskimo kisses with no. the man in the boat? No, 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 no. I, now that happened later with a different one. Mm. So it's man, that was a crazy afternoon. Sounds like fun. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. And I mean, so the last one, she was like probably Brazilian or some kind of uh, like Latina. And she had a tattoo that went down most of her body. And I fucked around and put a 20 in her shit. Yeah. Meant to be a couple dollars. I was going to get one more lap dance before I left. And I just kind of pulled money out and stuck it in there. And I saw her crawl. She put her pussy in my face. She uh, <laughs> made me stand up. And then she put her pussy in my face. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. This <laughs> you is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, when it, I, I will tell you though, it is nice to go with your wife. That was what I, I, I'm was going to get to. That that's that's where I'm coming back around. I was just going to say the final point was when I got in the truck. I told my uncle, you know, I don't think I'm going to go to a casino anymore. I think if I ever want to fucking blow a couple hundred dollars, I'm just going to go to a strip club. I said because I feel way better about spending that money. At least I'm supporting somebody. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Not just feed it to a to college. Yeah, I'm not just feeding a machine. So fuck that. But uh, both of us, we fell in love with a girl at the penthouse club. That's. I'm curious how that works. Like you guys, you have to tell me like the dynamic. I, you don't have to paint me an exact picture, but explain to me how a night at the strip club with the Wutskis goes. So we 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 sit and I, you know and usually we went with another couple. So the girls would talk and me and the dude would talk and we would sit and watch, you know, or whatever. And the girls typically would walk past us and bypass us and go straight to the wives because We're the they're, boss. they're essentially the gatekeepers That's of the situation. So yeah. if they don't approve, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they would, you know, saunter past us and go talk to the fucking girls. And this one. She, she was on stage at the time. She had. She was a look. making eyes. She had a look about her. She had that 1930s pinup look with the hair and the fucking the get up and everything. And she came down and she started talking to this one and they hit it off. And next thing you know, I wasn't paying attention, but she grabbed me by the hand and she said, "Come on, we're going, we're going in the back." And I was like, "Oh, word!" <laughs> and I followed them. The whole thing was was about them. I was just there. Yeah, which like you yeah. do. Well, you know, and she was trying to involve me, you know, and I was kind of, you know, being a he bitch. Was nervous. You know? Oh, yeah, I was being a bitch about it. Oh, y'all go I, ahead. <laughs> I he looked, just had this dumbfounded look on his face well, the be, whole time. Well, you have to forgive him. Had that ever happened before? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's sitting here seeing this for the probably the first time right. in his life. Just yeah. gate mouth, just like. I have know. this beautiful woman that I'm attracted to making out with my wife. And I'm like, you're not attracted to. (laughs) That's what's up. up. I'm just kidding. We're talking. Come on now. It's a little weird the first time. I get it. Well, then it ended. Yeah, then it ended. And we walked back out. And I'm like, I told her, I was like, if I would have had my wits about me, I would have gave the bitch more money. Like, I didn't want that shit to end. And here we are back out here. How did this happen? Not Mm -hmm. me. I would have said, hey, that was cool and all. Why don't you go to the bathroom and rinse your goddamn mouth out since you just made out with a stripper? (laughs) (laughs) She looked clean. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) She did look clean. That was one of them girls that was only there for a little while. That's cool. She wasn't all coked out. Yeah, Yeah, we were calling her Walking Dead because she would just shuffle past us like this with the little little shoulders, very very slow, Mm. dead behind the eyes. Turn and look, and we're just like, hey, fucking, come <laughs> on, on. Keep, keep moving. Singles. 
<laughs> one of the ones that would be like on the pole, but then was more worried about her reflection, like in the mirror on the stage. Like she wasn't engaging anything. She was more focused on herself. I will say like, if you want to probably get some discount lap dances, you go at like two in the afternoon, but we stayed till, who was it? Like four hours. So like six, right around the, the shift change. And I got to see a couple of the A squad bitches come in. Mm-hmm. That was a way different thing, but I was already out of money and I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what we spent. I don't either. That was that was some years ago, but I, you know, I was trying to work it out. You know, when we went out on the town last month or a couple months ago, and it just it wasn't in the cards. He took you out for a nice dinner, and she got too full too quick. Had a I couple did. of drinks and wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. I feel you, dude. I do the same thing. Like every time I go out now, I just I want to eat, and chill, maybe have a drink, get a mm-hmm. nice buzz. I just want to go home, watch TV. Well, we went to the we went to a real nice steakhouse, and I had like a twenty eight ounce ribeye or something crazy. God damn! So I got a belly full of meat <laughs> on top of like all these drinks. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I feel like the you know Savannah lion after he eats a gazelle and shit. I just want to like lay in the sun and digest my food. Uh, I can't even imagine you were sitting in the car with the meat farts just going. <laughs> Just take me home. I when I get home. Just fucking take <laughs> so me home, dude. I don't life feel life. like it anymore. My belly hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhat considerate. I'll, I'll at least roll down a window. Somewhat. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it's love. We've gotten to that point. My wife, you know, we have a little boy now, too. So, yeah, you have two boys, so you know what the farts are all about. Farts reign supreme in this house. Mm-hmm. My wife told the kid, because he's like, Mom, you like farts? She's like, I like the sound. I don't really like the smell, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny. They're always going to be funny. Shit. Something got shared in our group chat today about uh, some dude that choked his woman because, or vice versa, the woman choked the dude because of the smell of the fart or something. That's I didn't, not right. I, I didn't read it, but I've seen it come across the group chat. I mean, some smells make you cough, but I don't think you could choke. Yeah. Oh, you could choke. You ain't been around the hunt. Dude, the hunt had noxious fucking 21-year-old shit coming That's out of him. Disgusting. Dude, I never smelled nothing like that before. The pipes are still new. So uh, I posted that link, and it's something that Jason talked about on his show that he actually said that he made up, which is not true. It's That's why I posted it, because uh, <laughs> he's he's got dad brain, whatever. Papa Almy, shout out. So uh, do I, because I'm like, oh, that was in the group chat. I'm in with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that CTE kick it in. That's your problem. <laughs> So, no, uh, you can definitely be – I had a chick that I was dating. I woke her up with a fart one time, and uh, she actually got sick. Like, she oh fucking – I don't know if she fully threw up, but she definitely was doing the old dry heave. Like, maybe she was just playing it out to make me feel like a real prick, but, like, it was one of those – I was playing Scarface on PlayStation, right? I was sitting in bed, and she was asleep, kind of sitting there, taking a nap. Mm-hmm. And I farted. Whatever. And I caught it, and I was like, "Yo, that's <laughs> that's 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 a bad one." I do that sometimes, and I'm like, "I hope brutal. he doesn't blink it." I didn't think anything of it. I was like, "She'll be fine." She was asleep. I, I just play my game, and then all of a sudden, she just kind of came to, and she was just like, Bleh. "It's like Bleh. the smell." Of- yeah, she fucking <laughs> ran out of the room. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> that's hilarious." Hasn't no. happened before or since. So. The worst is when you think they're not going to smell or not make a noise, and then it ends up being so gross. Uh, the worst are in the bathtub. Oh yeah, because <laughs> the fart you just bubbles. Be taking bubble baths. Who yeah. the fuck are you, dude? It's not even the bathtub. Like you could fart in the shower, it still smells pretty bad. There's something about the shower. The water mixed with fart is just not but, yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know. 
makes it concentrate. I'm sure there's some bro science behind that. <laughs> all I'm saying is it doesn't not stink worse when I fart in the shower. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> that is a hell of a statement. It doesn't not stink worse when I fart in the shower. Yeah, but they're always, the boys are always like, I farted on you. Yeah. And it's, they, and sometimes they don't even fart. They just say they do. I got to figure out what to do, guys. Like, my kid's coming up with shit like that now. I don't think his mom does it. I don't do that to him. But he'll just be like, hey, check it out. And you're like, what? And he turns around and fart on you and he'll run away. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, you're about to start, like, preschool. You can't be doing that to people. Right. Like, you're going to get fucking fired. Oh, it's gonna, bro, it's going to get worse. He's going to come, come home with all a whole new bag of tricks that he's going to learn from the other fucking scumbags at preschool. I'm worried like we're having to move on to uh, potty training 102 now to where we're mm. actually doing wiping your own ass and stuff. So mm. Yeah, our older or our youngest one, who's five, he thinks he can wipe himself really well. And then there'll just be like a shit ton of toilet paper in the toilet, like a whole roll of toilet paper to <laughs> the point where I had to get a plastic bag, go in the toilet and scoop up what I could out of the toilet and throw it in the trash. And up. then if he gets shit on his fingers, he just wipes it. Whatever. Shit, yeah, shitty fingerprints on the he wall. Like a shitty crime scene, dude. <laughs> on the toilet seat. Look like shit, under, shitty you know, CSI. He'll h- try to hide his shitty underwear. Like if he doesn't wipe his butt real good behind the toilet or we, next to the sink. Yeah, we got like a four inch gap between the sink and the wall. And that motherfucker will shove his shit in there, dude. Like I ain't going to see it. I'm like, that's fucking gross, dude. I'm like, just put him in the laundry. Nobody's going to say nothing to you. We, accidents happen. But you don't need to like pass on equalizer the whole house. Of course, man. <laughs> I guess. And little kids, it's so that I didn't realize he's going to be trying to go to daycare. And they said that they were like, oh, by the way, your kid needs to be able to wipe his own ass, basically. And because they won't do it. Obviously, it's 2020 with all the the scandals and shit like that. Like there ain't nobody even touching your kids when it comes to potty stuff anymore. Not even when they're younger than that, because how old is your son? Four. Yeah. yeah, even when they're younger like that, if they have to be able to at least pull their pants up and down themselves before yeah. they'll even start potty training them. And then if they don't wipe well enough, we get a bag with the shit clothes in them. And then you have to provide new clothes. Which is always nice. So then you provide the new clothes. So instead of them helping them wipe their ass, they'll just let them get shit all over their clothes, put it in a plastic bag for you, and then put them in clean clothes. Yeah. So, so, they, have so they put them in clean clothes? Yes. Or they put their own clean clothes on it or whatever. Yeah. I was about to say, hold on now. This is getting real confusing. They just hand them the fucking clean clothes and go, here you go, kid, figure it out. Pretty much. If you get shit on these, you're shit out of luck. And this has been the Po' Boys Parenting Hour. (laughs) So uh, you guys have recently picked up a pod deck, right? Yep. Uh Uh-oh, you got your own version? Did you make your own? So this is kind of funny. Uh, Arts and crafts in them. Look at that shit. That's that fucking... uh, Construction paper with the mm-hmm. colors, man. So I started to kind of try to do a show with my wife. We've done exactly two episodes. She's the kind of person that likes to have a plan when she does a podcast. I can respect that. So she made these. Nice. Look at that. It's a lot. Dick. It's a lot. It's. I got, I got three. I got three decks. That's about the equivalent, maybe. It's almost two inches of fucking cardboard index card shits. Good on her, man. Well, I've never done to pull that out of her brain. I mean, like I had to pay somebody American dollars to get their shit that came out of their brain. I don't. I mean, ten percent off with your boy B Rob's code because apparently they're a sponsor. But I mean, even still, first of all, shout out to 
B-Rob. He's a very good friend. And I'm so happy that you guys fucking found that and did it. I think it's just funny that she happened to do this and then, you know, not too much later I hear about it and I go, oh, my wife did one of those. We've only <laughs> f- looked at like seven of these cards. She didn't come up with all these. She found a like different list and compiled a bunch of different <laughs> shit and made the cards. It still works. But it's funny because it's like couple stuff. So I thought it would be kind of fun uh, to look through a couple of these. Maybe I'll flip through and you can tell me when to stop and maybe I'll give you all a good one just to, to get a fun oh, little like interview. A card. All right, stop. Oh, well, now you're done. <laughs> There you go. That works. So you got to do that for authenticity, too. That's why I shuffled on the mic. All right, Jerry, let's hear it. Do you ever have recurring nightmares? And if so, what are they about? Why are you you looking at me? I, well, I, you know what? You I actually, been. I actually answered this on our show because the the well, it's, the nightmare was Freddy Krueger. Like yes. I used to, I used to have nightmares about Freddy Krueger on the reg. Like I was a seven year old child that just watched Nightmare, you know, Dream oh, Warriors and shit. I remember you said that. I, I have the same one with Jason. I've always had fun, when I was a kid. I had Jason Voorhees fucking nightmares all the time, and he would always kill me, and then I would wake up. It's weird. But but recently, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard me, you know, talk about you know how I'm falling deeper down into a, a rabbit hole of. Uh, I don't. I don't know what I would even call it. I feel like I'm losing my brain or my losing my mind. He feels like insane like body jumping or something. You're going like down the Saturn time cube rabbit hole slash dimension hop junction, whatever the fuck. I feel like when I go to when I go to sleep now, I leave this body and I travel to another place. Yeah, I keep having these dreams. I had the one with Jason Almy where I'm sitting with alternate reality Jason Almy explaining to him that I am not from that that place so i'm right. from a different place recently now i have a new one where i wake up in this other place and i immediately try to find this one and i start searching for her and i go on i go online and i go on the facebook and i look her up and i see that she just made a, a like a, a a status update and it says like met somebody really great last night i'm excited to see where this goes blah 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 and then i wake up I wake up in this world before angry, I, angry, mad at, angry at her. And I feel like that fucking stereotype, like, oh, my God, you were cheating on like the women that wake up and they hit the dudes, you know, and I wake up and I'm like, because I feel like this is real. I feel like I'm realistically astral projecting my consciousness into the fucking nearby earth. And I saw her and I go the first thing I do when I get to a new reality, a brand new reality where all the whole fucking possibilities of the universe are right there. I can just do whatever I want. I go looking for her and she's like, fuck you. I found somebody really cool and I hope it works out. But I said, what if I was talking about you? The chances of that are very slim, I think. Because I fooled you in this world. I don't know that I could do it in multiple worlds. Well, no, I set my bar pretty low, so... You, you might not be as uh, as sharp tongued in the other life, Duchess. There could be all Ooh, kinds of other crazy. people. You know what I'm saying? Be like mellow, well, Duchess. Always that way in this in this one. She's evolved into that. This is like the third incantation of of. of the, I just stopped giving a fuck, to be honest. I love, love grown ass Dutch. It's my favorite. You remind me a lot of my wife. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying, like the reason I love my wife is because she doesn't fuck around, man. <laughs> I said, I've been a doormat too much of my life to care anymore. So I said, fuck it. You don't like what I got to say? Then you're not going to be in my life. I had to work that into her a little bit. It was always there. It's just I think she finally needed the final nudge because I my family life before her was dog shit. Like, I don't, I don't come from good stock. There's not a lot of people that I speak highly of or really even to in this mm-hmm. day and age. And, uh, you know, I just had to tell her, like, fuck them. 
Fuck right. them, man. Like, I don't, I, you don't pay my bills. I don't fucking care what you think. I really don't. Like, it's a privilege. It's not a right. Understand that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking break my back or feel bad because some way you feel about some shit that I'm doing. That's just, it is Absolutely. what it is. I'm done with it. And that, yeah, that's something that we've struggled too with the family. I mean, like, we've had problems, or I say, I say, no, I see, I see. I've had problems with my in laws almost the entire time we've been together. And like, that's usually, that's one of the bigger things, you know, when people get divorced, it's because of shit like that. Family issues are a big thing, man. I mean, we've, we've worked it out and we've worked through it. And I mean, like, everything's copacetic now, but I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, dude. I don't have the best family on my side either right. and deal with a lot of that you know nonsense now especially because once you have kids they feel like that that's a free pass you know like oh everything's forgiven and forgotten because you're old now so you got kids let me see them little fucking babies nah. get over it they say yeah you need to get over it and i was like well for one i'm gonna stop you right there because i don't need to do a goddamn thing anything i want need to do is something that i need to work on not because you came over to my house and fucking told me i need to do it i love mm-hmm. being grown Sometimes it's the time when I really enjoy it. I don't like paying bills all the time. I don't like fucking insurance, fucking premiums, lapsing and all that bullshit. But (laughs) goddamn it, I love being able to just tell people to fuck off, man. It's one of my favorite things the older I get. Just like, no. How about no? (laughs) I was going to say, I have this reoccurring nightmare where where I'm trying to get with a dude and then I remember I'm married and then I can't fuck. You're like, shit. There it is. There it is. You see? See, what's, what uh, part is the nightmare exactly? No. <laughs> you fucking see, dude? But he's like, you know, he's he's like, oh, what's it called? Lucid dreaming? Because I know that I'm in my dream and I know what I'm doing. So I'm telling myself, why do I care? Because I'm in a dream. But I still care. Oh, And you know that it's not really a it's dream. It's my spirit body. Yeah, it's your astral projecting out into the nearby reality. It's, well, my ghost princess, meet me in the 57th netherworld. You love I do love Adventure Time. You're- but since we've been looking at houses, I've had this, these weird dreams about like looking at different houses mm-hmm. d- but that I've never seen before. Just like going to other houses I've never seen before. I don't even know where they are. I have no idea. And the one that we had walked into last night when I had the dream, it was like a really narrow stairwell. And then we go up into like a banister type situation. And then as we're coming down the stairs, there's just like a pile of cat shit just in the <laughs> middle of the floor oh. where I'm trying to walk. We were in a retirement home. It was weird. So it probably wasn't cat shit. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Could have been old lady shit. Might have been old lady shit. It was, a, it was a little solid to be old lady shit. I feel like they have more of a liquid consistency. You just struck up a painful <laughs> memory in my head just now. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I used to uh, spray my wife's grandpa's retirement home when I was a bug guy. It's like an mm-hmm. apartment complex for old people. Yeah. And I remember very vividly a few different of them apartments that had just like piss trails to the, the thing. Like it almost looked like a high traffic area on a carpet where it's just kind of. Oh, no. It's like fucking piss trails. I hope I never get to that point. That's what I said. I was I like. I hope I die before I get there. Walk off a balcony, bro. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. fine. Nobody's going to be mad at you. I think they should have a cruise, like a final cruise. You go out for like a week, you get hammered, and they give you all the drugs. And then like right when you pull back to port, so let's say you leave Miami, like right when you get right off the coast again and you're coming back in, they whack you in the head with a fucking bat and throw you overboard. That's what I'm saying. Like take me to the middle of the ocean and then give me something to drink that kills me and then just put me to bed out there. 
No, you just get a big brawny dude. That's all that extra costs money. You get a big dude with a bat and just flank, and that's it. Maybe you can get a trampoline and you can just jump out into the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be done with it, man. I wouldn't want to drown. I'd rather die before I get thrown in the water because I think drowning is probably the worst way to go. Drowning or suffocation are probably the two worst ways to die. I would rather be dead before I get thrown into the water. What about fire? Fire's pretty bad. I think. Fire, I don't think would be as bad because I feel like your nerve endings and your brain shut off before the like it, it hurts so bad that it doesn't hurt. You know how something's like so so hot it's cold. That's what about good, being buried alive? That's like suffocating. Oh, that's under that umbrella. Yeah, because okay. you're eating dirt. I think eating about weird dirt. shit about like what people think about right before crazy shit like that happens. Somebody that jumps off like a building, right? There's got to be a moment because it's not immediate, right? It's like at least 10 oh, seconds. Gotta, yeah. I guess depending exactly. on how high the building is. But mm-hmm. like people that really go for it, like those Japanese iPhone dudes that jump out of skyscrapers. <laughs> Japanese <Yeah>. iPhone dudes. <laughs> Bitch, they got fucking nets. They got anti-suicide nets around Foxconn. Dude. They're just going to get fucking hit in the net and go back to work. Just cut a hole in the net. Why not just do it for a thrill at this point? You're like, ah, yeah, right? I need some excitement in my life. And you just jump Break out of the fucking net. <laughs> It would have to be quick for me. I'm just saying. You got a solid eight or nine seconds of solid panic as you're plummeting towards the fucking ground. Like, there has to be a moment where you're like, this was not the best play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. For everybody around me, I'm like, all right, I'd be thinking about who's going to clean this up. Who am I going to fall on? It's awfully considerate. I'm pretty considerate. It's to a degree. <laughs> I don't think I could ever kill myself. Like, at this point, I'm such a narcissist. Uh, I, I love me. And I'm going to try to keep me here as long as I can. But, like, I think about shit like that. Like, you can tell a lot about a person by the way they decide to take the the the, the road out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like. Well, what would you do? Because, obviously, shotguns in the face ain't going to work. Right. So, I have to think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you might miss. And you want to just be laying there half shot in the fucking dome. You know, don't do that. And that's happened to people. Yeah, it literally has. Well, he didn't try to shoot himself. (laughs) It's happened to a lot of people. A lot of people that have worked for Hillary Clinton, oddly enough, too. It's weird. They always get shot in the head two or three times. You're speaking my language, player. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I would either go like the old school, the hose pipe in the fucking in the car. I'd probably put on like Pink Floyd, Dark Side. Home just sweet go home. to sleep. If I could smoke some stuff, just sit in there and chill. Or I like the other one that I had with Delvin uh, when he asked about the zombie apocalypse, like what I would do in that situation. And I, I think on that question, I still that haunts me. I froze. This is so my plan. Dutch would be to get like a shitload of DMT, which was whatever <laughs> the 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 crazy drug, and that take like different. take like a cyanide pill. Like something that I know is going to kill me probably within the next 40 minutes. And then just take a shitload of DMT and blast off into the fucking atmosphere. And then just don't come back. <laughs> That's not bad, solid. dude. That's not bad. It's like spring-loading yourself into the fucking dimensions, right? Because I don't believe in hardly anything. But I'm like, you know what? If there's something to it, let's just give it one last shot. Fuck it. And just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of with you because my favorite movie of all time is Hot Sub Time Machine. It's it's my hands down my number one with a bullet. I love that movie for so many reasons. There's layers, but in the beginning, if you've seen the, the this film, uh, the the guy in the beginning drives into the garage and shuts the door, and he's got Motley Crue on, and he's playing Home Sweet Home. And I hate that song so much. You hate that song. Go ahead. 
Why do you hate that song? It's just a Soundgarden thing. Just keep going. Tell me why. Tell me why you hate this song. Because you're from Arkansas. Motley Crue should be like ballad. your national fucking anthem, dude. I'm only t- I'm only 32. That's gross to say right now. I am only 32. Yeah, we don't listen to oldies over here. You fuck. Oh God, damn you, Jody B, you motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. It's just I'm not a huge Motley Crue fan anyway, and then that's like out of character for what I even kind of like. So it's just it just hits me the wrong. It's like Jump from Van Halen. Like I just there's certain you songs. Might well do you might as well jump. Nope. Fuck you might that. as well, Jody. Nope. If I was going to kill myself, I would probably get into a boat and I would go out into the ocean in the general vicinity where the Bermuda Triangle is supposed to be, and I would try to prove something true or false. Yeah, because if I'm gonna die anyway, and there's a chance I might not come back. Let me at least figure this, you know, figure out one of life's great mysteries, dude. So you just right. prove it to yourself, and then everybody still doesn't know. Yeah, I would know. Be dead. I would know, or I would try to go to Antarctica, and I would try to go past where they allege that this fucking ice wall is, and the government's patrolling, and I would try to go past the wall. You're That's so selfish because do. you don't care about anybody else's information. What you mean? You're like I'm gonna do this for myself. If I'm dying, why are you trying to make my death about you? You had to live stream it, bro. You had to live stream it to Facebook. I don't know I if you're going to make it past the ice wall in like a rowboat. If it's just you. you Bitch, know? no one's talking about no rowboat, dude. How are you going to get over there? You can't drive a big boat. You don't know what I could do? I'm a hell you of a captain. A I'm a hell of a captain. No. I'm a captain. I'm a skipper and I'm a Gilligan all in one, bitch. I tell you what. I watch Netflix uh, and I happen to know some assholes that drive boats in Antarctica that break up ice fucking blocks what, and what what are you watching on netflix about antarctic ice boats dude don't worry about my home life it's none of your goddamn business <laughs> i've seen them boats <laughs> i've just I've seen them boats it's a coast guard show whatever the fuck it is but yeah no these guys have to drive these big ass like it's got like four motors it's some kind of super barge with this big steel plate on the front of it but it breaks the ice between like the the bearing canal or wherever the fuck it is up around antarctica alaska shit like that I bet and, you that shit ain't hard. That's like a barge, dude. That's fucking one lever up. No, dog. It actually gets stuck. So basically, it has to be so powerful to like push it up a little bit onto the ice, and then the weight of it breaks it, and then it pushes itself up, and then it breaks it, and it does like that's the only way that they can get shit across. Mm-hmm. Those guys have a moment on the show where they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like one of their engines fails, and it's like, "What oh, do we no. do now?" That's all for theatrics, dude. You know that shit ain't real. That's staged. I know, but it still looked pretty cool. I was like, what if, dog? <laughs> Just like Bear Grylls ain't really in the wild. Yeah. Just like the fucking, uh, what, what's that, storage wars and things are all planted. All that shit's yeah. fake. And swamp, and swamp people aren't really shooting alligators on fucking now That TV. one's real. That one's real. It's real-ish. This that, is one, how, no, that one's real. Come on. No, this is how I know. Because... I've seen some of those goddamn alligators that they reel in, right? And it's very carefully edited, but I promise you, they don't want to fight every one of those fucking alligators the way that they do. So more than likely, what they do is they pull it up to the top of the water real nice and easy, and the person reaches out and shoots it in the fucking head. But every once in a while, they shoot one that maybe doesn't get shot right, and then they fight that one for a little bit. I'm saying, out of all the ones they catch, they probably only show like the real fighty ones, which is... A couple. The rest of them, they probably really try to get it as close as they can, pop it, and then pull it in the fucking boat and move on about their day if they're killing, like, hundreds of them. Well, you for sure want to put your best foot forward, right? You want to put the shit out there on the show. Next time you watch it, if you watch it. (laughs) I watch it. She'll watch it. I ain't watching it. I don't don't know how the hand hand lines, because, I mean, that rope would cut through. (laughs) 
It, it does. It fucks them up. And that's, to me, it seems like too much wasted energy to spend all day out there wrestling fucking alligators trying to just kill them. It's like, you know, I get you're going to have some incidents, but surely that's not as dramatic as they make it look. Like, they have to be right. jerking around. Like, every time they shoot the fucking gun, water squirts up in their face. So they have a GoPro attached to the end of their fucking twenty two rifle? Probably. Is there a GoPro on the alligator's face? That's why they're reaching down and putting the barrel in it and then going, and then water squirts up in slow motion on their face. Like, no, nah, dog. Probably. It's the goddamn Discovery Channel. Are you going to question the production value, uh, production quality of the goddamn uh, Discovery Channel? It just goes to show that Peter doesn't give a shit about alligators because they still bust fucking alligators right in their face on that show over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's been. You should. And it's only for a few months out of the year. I'm, instead of doing that, I'd rather just sell fucking fireworks or be Santa Claus. Like, I would not want to sell fireworks, be Santa Claus, or shoot alligators. You right, are the, you got all, the hillbilly trifecta. Dude. It's that all is like a career a, path that was not presented to me. Don't forget growing pumpkins. That's your fall activity, too, aside yeah. from, yeah, yeah, grow pumpkins. But a lot of the territory has been in the family for generations, and that's why they do what they do. I think it's a cool job. I'm just saying, I think they make it a little more dramatic on TV, like you said, for for studio value. There's no way these assholes could be just wearing themselves out, you know, 10 hours a day. That one dude is like 73 years old. He's the coolest one. Which one, Trent? Troy, yeah. Troy, that's his name, Troy. But he's got his sons helping him, chasing somebody else. That one dude in the overalls with that dog, he's a mess. I call him Nipples. I was going to say, yell yeah, raw nipples from the <laughs> <laughs> them overalls. Yeah, dude. The his chafing going cute, on though. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife got legit upset when his dog died. Oh, he was so sad. It was just, it's You know, it's a weird statement. It's just look at your wife and just be like, you know, Nipples' dog died. And she goes, what? <laughs> no. Nipples' dog, he fucking died. And she's like... That dog was so cute, but it was so dumb because it would like jump off the boat where the alligator was. And then after he shot the alligator and brought it in the boat, that bitch would lick the blood off the alligator's head. That's a dog. He was feeding the dog fucking zebra cakes, man. Like, that can't be good. Don't say zebra cakes to me, Jody. <laughs> zebra cakes. He fed, and he didn't even feed them. He fed both of them. Every time he got a big alligator, he'd pull the shit in, and he would videotape himself pulling these zebra cakes out and setting them on the thing, and he goes, he gonna eat both of them, watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your fucking dog died from cancer because you fed it fucking zebra cakes 23 times a day, you dick. <laughs> right. All the preservatives. Shout out to one of the Dog goiters, the big fucking lump sticking out of his chest. It's like, yeah, that's all zebra cake filling, <laughs> you fucking prick. It even grew stripes on it. this is what we're here for guys entertainment (sighs) so that was a fun question i appreciate you guys playing along with it that's i I had a couple of these that were interesting that i looked through and i saw so uh, i want to do i want to do one more that was a lot of fun okay find me a yellow one hold on bam wait there it is no that's yellowish yeah that's the one (laughs) a good one. Uh-oh. See? You see there? I like yellow. You ready? Yup. What movie did you see when you were really too young to watch it? And what effect uh, did it have on you? That is a good one. Hmm. I'll say, yeah. I was at a sleepover at my friend's house. It was for her birthday. We were probably in third grade. And we were watching it. 
the clown movie. Yes. And she had this big window in the front of her, of the living room and they had this big tree outside. And I got to the part where the little tricycle fell over and I, I, I lived down the alley. So I saw bats flying around outside or I thought they were bats. We're in Indiana and it was January. So it probably wasn't bats. No goddamn bats. I took my fucking suitcase and I went straight <laughs> home. I walked my, my little ass down the dark ass alley back to my house and went straight into my parents' room and I slept in there for like four days. Awesome. Sure. Yes. Damn. To the point where my parents had to be like, okay, you need to get out of here. You're like eight wow. <laughs> or 10 or however you're old in third grade. It's awesome. I was going to say it too, but I don't want to say it because I don't have like a, a fantastical story about being in Indiana with bats and shit. Yeah. I have so a I Stephen King one. That's I want to hear yours. Do you, is there one that you think? Even it's not it's not horror. Just something with like maybe even tits or something that you know you were just like, oh. Shit. I got another one. I got another one because yeah. we used to walk down to the video store and get the B flick horror movies when we were in like middle school. Yeah, yeah. So there was this one called The Scarecrow, I don't and know that we one. put we put that one in, and there was an orgy in it with a bunch of old people. <laughs> Straight up lemon party. What is this? And it was at the at the time where you like you try to watch Skinamax or whatever it was through the little wrinkly lines lines or whatever. And you can kind of catch a titty sometimes. Yeah. So there was a full on orgy in a movie that I can rent when I was twelve years old in middle school. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be renting that again. Every week. I'll just pay the charges. You see, and you look at us and you're like, Man, that's really something. Y'all been together for twenty years. It's shit like that that's the reason why. I found a beef flick horror movie where there was old people fucking, and I said, "You know what? It's better than Skinamax." I call it bumper porn. <laughs> That's funny. Also, all the faces of death. We, I was probably Ooh, way too young to see yeah, any of that. Too. That's good. The too. monkey brain eaten, like when the monkey was still alive. That's just traumatic. People getting their heads cut off or shot in the face. I told you all about a stuff. scene in Faces of Death that was traumatic for me, where they they were in like a cabin in the woods, and they, it was like some Satan in there and they killed a bunch of people and they cut up their arms and like you see like in the sink there was just limbs and shit yeah. and blood all over the sink and I remember sure. being a kid going that's fucked up that could happen yeah but now you can see that shit on Facebook so it's everybody's come to it I remember when the internet first came out I used to hit up that rotten.com that was my shit like when I'd be up too late drinking and I was like I need to go to bed I just go watch some fucked up shit on rotten.com and I go uh. <laughs> some of that stuff should not be on there I saw some dude soup one time you ever see the dude soup picture no, what kind of like the dude? Like, is it come? Like, or what is it? Because I pictured like a bowl of liquid. <laughs> so it's face. either it's come or no. What is it? No, it was a bathtub. Oh. Uh, apparently, it was an old gentleman who had like an old school bathtub that you would throw coals under to keep it warm. Oh wow! Uh huh. He fell asleep in it. <gasps> he so it was literally dude soup. <laughs> it was <laughs> just a clever name. Wow. <laughs> Oh. Well, you know, they say like the cream of some young guy and stupid shit like that. So I thought he meant like it was a bowl come and some bitch drank it. But that's literally a dude. Oh, my God. No, they pulled that motherfucker's arm out the shit and it looked like pot roast when you take the fucking wow. oh, like, bet- hand and then like everything else. Like Wouldn't it be legs. fucked up if they fu- they found like carrots and shit in there? That would have been pretty good, though. <laughs> and then that fat witch from Bugs Bunny came out and was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about, too, Jody. That's why like, you did little, that. The little hairs, <laughs> you know, fall out of her. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you ain't that yeah, young. You're trying to make us feel all old and shit, motherfucker. I love cartoons. Fuck you. <laughs> That's funny. The next one had something to do about sleepover parties. So I guess you already answered that. <laughs> 
I like how those are all like pristinely printed out too. I mean, she spared no expense with those cards. She's a fucking monster. I figure we might as well get some use out of them. You know what I'm saying? Well, why don't you get some use out of them with your wife? Why don't you bring her on the fucking program, Jody? Because we only have so much time, and I like to try to have sex with my wife. So Heard. I, I spend that time like trying to get in there, and Heard. mostly I just have to not talk for like an hour. So podcasting would definitely be uh, counterproductive to the uh, the task. If we have something to talk about, hence the cards and the time, because she's very tired. She works, and then she deals with the kid most of the day, too. So I get it, man. I don't bug her too much. But if the need ever comes, I got the questions. So that's I like nice. it. That's good. I like it. It's my own pod. Look, uh, I don't want to keep you all all night. I know that uh, uh, it's like an hour ahead there. We're not going to get into time zone talk. But... <laughs> Rules. We could. Why don't we? We could. Let's do it. Come on, Jody. Nope, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I like to stick to the comedy rule of three. Would you guys like to do one more question, and then yeah. we can start to work on some other shit? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Dutch. Not, yeah. Man, that's not fair. Don't ask her. I was going to pick a green one. I'm the only one that answered the last two. That's not true. <laughs> Everybody answers. What you got? Stop. You missed it. You fucked up. Ooh. The house is on fire, but everyone is safely out. Mm-hmm. Pets are safely out. All the wallets and cash. But if you could make one last dash to grab something, what would it be? Hmm. Everybody's safe. Pets are out. Cash is out. This is your your want your one want item. The thing that you're like, fuck it. <laughs> you run back in to grab that thing. For Chris, it would be the mixer, the mixing board. You think so? <laughs> I could do this shit without that goddamn mixer. I take that neon sign off the wall. <laughs> that's, that's a that dude. That's what's up. When, when it, can you imagine being Christmas morning and unwrapping that big fucking thing, dude? Like I don't know what to say to her. She really, she really hit me right in the heart this year on Christmas with that fucking right. hashtag no offense sign. It, it, what do you mean, me? You're part of this shit too. I Us. Wasn't always. It's only where it is because of you. I just, well, I, I just I, I sit next to, to you. I beg to differ because people tolerate me and they tune in for you. So, well, I, mean, I can't I, argue that. Okay, then. Thank you. It's pretty true. <laughs> I don't know. The, when I saw it, it gave me a broner. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing and I wanted one. Like, I it's got it. functions too. Look, I got this remote right here. I could sit here and I could be like, oh. Hit mode. Bam. Look at that. Boom. boom. Production quality. Boom, boom. It's deliciously Vice City. You know what I'm saying? That's our whole vibe, dude. I think I would try to grab some baby pictures. Look at that. Have a seizure, Jody. Uh, I'm, okay. not, I'm not an epileptic. I used to love them strobe light shits, but then I found out you can kill people with them, so I had to give them up. <laughs> you never want to find out the hard way that somebody's like epileptic, especially like somebody you might be being what. intimate with or anything like that. Yeah, no, that's no good. Yeah, so. not, definitely not on your watch. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would grab. I mean, if all the people are accounted for and everything, I mean, like, I don't have any possessions that I just actually. Are that important? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of I'm like, like looking the, around. Like. I know, looking around. <laughs> I'm like the rest of America, and I'm I'm pretty much uh, addicted to my phone. So, I mean, I might, I might grab my fucking my phone because it's got my whole life on, on it. You. It's yeah. probably in my pocket. I mean, yeah, like, you got no pants on, but you got your cell phone. Yeah, I'll be wearing just like my food shorts and I can in my pocket and it buzzes and I see what you fucking idiots are talking about. What about you? I don't know. I'd probably get my hard drive. <laughs> just for just for legal purposes. Well, that's a good point. 
<laughs> I'm gonna just leave it at that. Uh, plead the fifth. <laughs> no, like like that said, it's got all the uh, pictures and stuff. Like that's important, I think, because it's really the only copy that I have. Like that's the the big one. I'm thinking about buying another hard drive to copy this hard drive on, and then like putting it in the vault at work or something like that, just so I know I've got it. Because I would be devastated. Like it's got all my music, it's got all my shows, all the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> if something happens, this motherfucker, like he just ate shit, I'd be thoroughly upset. Yeah, I think about that too. Like you said, all the shows. I think about that. Like if I if I just happen to drop dead tomorrow, yeah. I have a hell of a fucking time capsule of mm-hmm. like this period of my life, these past three years that eventually my boys can put on and hopefully maybe think, you know, my, my dad was fucking cool, you know? Yeah, they might think that. Mom was all right. Dad was cool. My would be like, dad was cool. Mom was a Bitch, why was she so mean for no reason? God, she's just so so mean. mean. (laughs) Okay, I just don't take no shit. Then one day, no, that's right. Then one day they'll be thirty-five with their own kids and wife and shit like that. They'll be like, "Mom had it all figured out, man. She wasn't (laughs) even there, but she had it. She knew what time it was." I had an incident at a Walmart and this old lady was trying to tell me where to get in line. And I'm like, nope, I'm getting in line where I want to get in line because there's two fucking lines. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. You're not a police officer. Can I see your badge? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Most of the time I would just be, you know, do what she asked or whatever. But I told Logan, I'm like, sometimes you just got to stick up for yourself. Yeah. No, I'm good. I got it. I got it. Well, it wasn't just because of that. I was just trying to like, don't take shit. You don't have to take shit all the time. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of times we tell them what to do. Like, oh, you have to hug your aunt, uncle. You have to do this. You have I to do that. I tell them shit about that. Uh-uh. No, you, you know? don't. No, so you do not it's even. It's like you don't, hey. you don't have to. But I feel like they get to a point where like, they feel obligated. And I don't want them to have to feel obligated to do that. And I saw a story that they were making. Um, it was like a little. It was a dance, like a second grade dance. And it was a dance where if somebody asked you to dance, you had to say yes. Fuck off with all that shit. Right. And I'm like, that's just telling kids it's okay to be uncomfortable in the situation. And it's teaching kids that, hey, you're never going to be rejected in life. And I don't agree with that at all. Who the fuck set that dance up? Harvey Weinstein? I'm like, if you're going to do it I'm advancing. You have to accept it. Here we go. If you're going to do a dance like that, just don't have one. That was a thing not too long ago where like... You'd be homophobic or transphobic if, like, say, like a person who maybe has transitioned offered to have sex with you and you passed and they were like, now you're fucking transphobic because you don't have sex with a transsexual person or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's stupid. You're not attracted to him. You're not attracted to him. Yeah, that's what it boils down to at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't like dicks. That's who. <laughs> that's that's fair, dude. That's your own preference. That's some fucking slave master shit thinking. Like you should be happy that somebody offered to bone you, so it's rude to not tell them no. Like what? I feel the like fuck? that's an invitation for rape. Well, she said no. She can't say no, so I'm just gonna do it anyway. Hey, Jody, I think you should call this episode "Invitation for Rape." <laughs> <laughs> See how iTunes thinks about that one. <laughs> No ads for you. What if I put like a, like a funny little squiggle over the top of the E or something like that? It was that rape. <laughs> like just make it a little different. Maybe it would fly. Isn't yeah, there a Spanish E with a little crooked shit over the top of it? I think it's an E. They going to demonetize you, Jody. Nah, it's fine. Guys, it's been a year since y'all been on. It's been a crazy year. We've had a lot of stuff change and happen. and. Mm-hmm. It's been a real pleasure getting to watch you work and operate. And I got to respect the hustle at the end of the day. I've told you before, I think you're both beautiful peoples. But uh, 
I think you're doing something good, man. I think you've kind of got a good little path figured out, and I hope that it keeps moving forward. Is there anything at this point, like a, a new goal that's been set? I know you're working on your compound. Is that the the next plan of attack? Yeah, I mean that's the immediate uh, the immediate goal. Just to get an, an actual to, studio space, like yeah. at least you have a room to yourself over at our table. So that's the goal, and then maybe we can do more with guests and well that was this time last year well actually it was a little bit earlier than this because uh driving home from work today you and i were texting you know just working out logistics for tonight yeah and um yeah i I was driving home and i was in the car and i was like you know what i'm gonna throw up that episode because it has been 14 months or whatever since we talked or whatever and i hit play and you come on and for one by the way let me tell you i miss your old intro the fucking doctor I miss, I missed that, and I didn't even realize it was gone until I knew I heard it again, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. No, he died. I kind of so let I, it go. First things first. <laughs> first things first. I missed that, and then you come on and you gave a little preface to the episode, and you were like, "These are some folks that I just met, and da da da." I'm like, <laughs> "Wow, dude!" And then you listen to what we're talking about when we get going because we were fresh off that rumble yeah. and we were building to the roast, and I'm like, "Wow, dude!" Just hearing all this stuff like. The, the perspective of 14 months like and like you said just so much has changed mm-hmm. it's it was fun it was fun to hear yeah it's i still have to sit and think about just some of the crazy shit that's happened and uh there's been a lot i i wish we could document it all man i think it would be fun to i don't know 10 people but it would be pretty cool to see like unfold all the faces and all the characters come and go along the way. So I'm just I'm glad we're still here because we respect the shit out of you too. I'm like what you do. Yeah, if I continue to. Do. I do appreciate your kind words, and it is reciprocated, obviously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I uh, I think you guys have big things on the horizon. So uh, do me a favor before you get too famous. Can you share your <laughs> plugs? Can you give all of your uh, your information in case somebody wants to happen to find your ass? So we're at the hashtag no offense show and uh, that's H-T-N-O-S, H-T-N-O-S everywhere. Dot com, dot com, at yahoo.com, uh, on all the socials, H-T-N-O-S. I, I try to make Just it Google. streamlined so it's it's idiot proof. When we started this, I was like, you know what? Fighter and the Kid does it right with T-Fat K. I like I like the sound of that. You know, I'm going to do my own thing like that. And it just worked out. I was like, H-T-N-O-S. It kind of works. It kind of works. And then people all the time going, I don't know what that means. What H-T-N-O-S? What is that? I don't I don't get it. Look it up. Motherfucker. Hashtag no offense show. It's beautiful. I hope that we get to hang out more often. Maybe not just once a year. And uh it's weird how fast it goes by, right? Well, I'd be dropping hints, man, but I guess they're about as subtle as uh, as the farts you let go when you're asleep. Or no, that would have got your attention. I don't know what I'm trying to fucking say. I'm happy started, man. I drop hints all the time, and you ain't picking up what I'm putting down. Well, then so. you need to be more direct. Haven't you learned that from being married to me? It's pretty it's true. It's true that. Hey, fucko, let me do your podcast. And I go, okay. Right. See, I once you get into you know, if for pardon my pun, once you get into my inner circle, I try to work you into the show twice a year. I try to have I don't I don't try to overdo it, you know, like I don't want to have just nonstop Jason Almy once a month and you know Nobody like, wants that. <laughs> see, that's I, judges. 
oh, buddy. knock them down. Serve them up, baby. Twice a year. I try to do you twice a year. And it's. Be, I think the last time we had you on was right after the round table. So we're looking at about August-ish. I think you were 101, if my memory serves me correct. And we're about to do 128. So I think you're coming up due for, yeah. for your bi- biannual appearance on our show, too. We'll make it an annual checkup, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Biannual. It's like getting your teeth cleaned. Maybe we should just do that. We'll start setting it up. We'll call it the dentist visit. Sticking no, the finger in I'm the gonna, butt, maybe? I was going to say, you got to bend over and cough for us. Sticking yeah, the finger yeah. in the butt. Ain't no dentals going on. She's checking you out. She's thorough, too. Please put on your glove. I don't want you to have the coronavirus in my asshole. <laughs> we got it. We got it in Tampa, they say, if yeah. it's actually real. Yeah, if we're not all dead in eight months. That's a whole other thing. Jesus, we'll get to that later. Guys, it's been a pleasure <laughs> getting to have you on. And uh, thank you. Thank you for yeah, coming. Yeah, love you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having us back. Wonderful. Always a good time. Well, we'll see, you in, we'll see you in 2022. Yeah. Do you have some witty sign off? Do you have some new thing? Maybe that's what it is. You need a catchphrase to say goodbye. I usually just say, and uh, she is the Duchess Watsky on Twitter. And he is the real Watsky everywhere. And we are the hashtag, hashtag no offense show. Bye. <laughs> so gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> hey, man. Don't, don't, don't hate. That's so, all. Don't hate. I suck dicks for healthcare. What? Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop it there. It's fine, guys. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we 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 talked about kids for quite a while. <laughs> I feel like people like to hear real shit. Here's so. the, the thing: is is like listening to Almy today. It's funny because nobody told me shit like that. Like you guys talking about your kid wiping doo doo on the fucking walls. I'm in for that. Like it's coming. <laughs> I'm just at the, yeah. the cusp of that fixing to start happening. So thank you for that. I'll be having to double check my counters from now on. Yes. Equalite everywhere. He doesn't give a fuck. Not one fuck, dude. Like I'm and I'm not kidding, dude. It looked like the Blair Witch Project was shit on our toilet He's bowl. They're just little brown fingers. fingerprints all over the toilet bowl. I'd be so fucking mad. I'd be like, what do you think you are? Rafiki? You drawing symbol lines on my goddamn wall? You little bastard. <laughs> I went in there one time Simba. and I couldn't and it. Legit, just automatically covered his butt with both hands because he, he knew he was smashed. about to get cracked. Yeah. Busted. And I'm like, I'm not going to hit you. You just can't be wiping shit on the wall. Tell somebody. I think that's a fair request. I don't think that's. Yeah, tell somebody if yeah. you need help. I really, I've really tried to settle into the whole peaceful parenting thing just because, like, guys, I've been hit so much as a kid. Like, it, I know that it's not. It's not good. In some cases, it may be effective, but it's not good. Just maybe when they get older, maybe when you have teenagers or you have kids that can understand what it's like to be embarrassed and shit like that, it's worth fucking whipping them on the ass in front of their friends just to get them to chill the (laughs) fuck out. But, like, you shouldn't be fucking spanking like a four-year-old, man. Like, fucking talk to them. Hey, dude, don't do that shit. And if they throw a fit, fine. Put them in their room. You know what I'm saying? Just... Mm -hmm. It's shit, Logan, and I tried to I tried to grab him by his fucking neck when we were with the real estate agent, dude. I don't know if you heard that story, but even grabbing him by the neck is fine. I'm just saying, like, just reverting to immediately like striking your child, which I've seen plenty. Oh of. no, yeah. <laughs> like last resort type stuff. Like if you tell him a hundred times, don't wipe shit on the wall, and I'm like, I've told Stuck Logan, shit. Yeah. I've told Logan before. I'm like, do I just need to start smacking you in the head? Yeah. Because I've told you to do the same thing over and over again every fucking day. I'm just going to come up to you and start hitting you. 
and it's not an everyday thing, but like when I it's look enough. over and I see my, my little one in the street crying, pulling on the door handle because he can't get in the car. And then I look and I see, well, that's because the big idiot's fucking holding it from the other side. Yeah. I just read. I'm like, dumb fuck. What are you thinking about? And I go over there and I'm mm-hmm. swatting at him, trying to get at him. <laughs> I'm so upset I can't get him. And then I ended up punching him in his leg and he cried and it was a whole thing. Yeah. That's fine. He'll get over that. I'm just get over that. He's old enough now. He gets it. <laughs> sure he does. Which is part of the problem. He does. He understands. And he's like, Dad's a prick. I understand now that it's easy to want to punch a four-year-old. Like, it's probably the easiest thing, but that's the problem. It's so easy, you really shouldn't do it. <laughs> like, I don't get the little one. I don't get the little one at all. But we play fight. I, I strike him kind of hard while we're just play fighting. <laughs> yeah, I got to be careful with that. I fucked around and taught my kid how to headbutt. Like I did the old school WWF where I grab his forehead and then I headbutt. Because, dude, that's like some Andre the Giant shit. You can do that as hard as you want to because it's your hand. So, like, as long as you're headbutting your hand, you're taking all the force. You know what I'm saying? Right. This little motherfucker headbutted his mom in the face. Oh, shut up. Yikes. He picked, she picked him up and he was laughing and he fucking ha 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 and he threw his head back and fucking pow and just bam bam bigelowed her shit right in the fucking bridge of her nose. I got in so much trouble. Yeah. I, I bet. She fucking yelled at me from across the house. She was like, that's it. We're not watching any more goddamn wrestling. This is ridiculous. She had fucking a knot in her nose for like three days. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. We didn't even go there. I thought we were going to hit that up tonight, dude. What? The, with the, the, the pro wrestling imitating oh. life on the fucking internet with we our circle not. of friends. We can do that on our show. <laughs> he yeah. rolls his eyes. He said, I promise there's no fuckery tonight. Yeah. I'm like, nah. I'm expecting some fuckery. Come on, man. No, man. I just wanted to talk to you guys and demonstrate your, uh, your compatibility. I think it was a good show. Like... I think uh, with you guys having the the husband-wife dynamic, that's something that not a lot of people can pull off well. Because usually there's somebody who's really enthusiastic, and then there's the anchor. Yeah. I think you guys both contribute a lot. So I appreciate the fact that you're in my my environment. And I'm going to keep you around as long as I can. Hopefully I don't run you off. I'm going to try really hard. (laughs) <laughs> happened yet we're well to a fault <laughs> yeah i think at this point you guys have seen just about everything so if you haven't gone away yet then it's cool i do wish it was listening back to that old episode of yours from last year i do wish it was a little bit more like that still but i mean like it I mean, shit happens it is what it is you know we're we're like uh we're juniors now in like the the high school the podcast high school of life guys yeah. Wow, that's fucked up. We're upperclassmen. We're upperclassmen. Like, they're still seniors, but, like, there's all these kids coming in, and you get to look at them and talk shit about them and be like, you have no... And they go like, oh, we're going to start this network, and it's going to be awesome, and we're going to do promos. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Good luck. I'll tell you what. I've been chatting all day today with this guy named Juan, okay? He's He's from from Podkite, is he? He, no, 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 no. He's uh, he lives in Orlando and he's got a podcast. And uh, apparently, he listened to our podcasts uh, with the Saturn Time Cube guy, and then reached out to him and it got him on his podcast. He started a podcast and he was on like episode two of his podcast. So then he posted something about it, and Adam Simmons found it, and you know, long way around, you know, we started talking, and I've been talking to him all fucking day, and um, he's recorded like. 20, he's on episode five, but he's recorded 25 episodes. He's got it in the bank. He records like five nights a week. God and I'm like, damn. what are you doing? Well, single. 
Well, he's he's engaged. No shit. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing all the content? He's just like, I want to, I want to bank this vault, and I got this, and I got that, and then it made me think of it when you said starting a network. He's like, I'm part of this network, and da da da. And I'm like, yeah, what network? And he told me, and I said, I've never heard of it, and I'm I'm kind of around, you know. And he told me it was uh, started by the guy from that show, Hysteria 51. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm familiar with the show. I've seen them in the retweet groups from time to time. I've run their promo once or twice, so I I at least know that. But I'm like, "I, I didn't know he had a fucking network. Yeah, it's really cool. And I said, well, what do y'all do? Well, we just shout each other out and, you know, this and that. We cross over. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, cool. That's legit, <laughs> that's that's legit bro. <laughs> I said, that's that's usually how they go, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of at a point now. It's it's fun. Like, I like it to have people to talk to and stuff like that. But I don't care. Like, I, I don't care if you share the stuff, you know, at the end of the day. As long as people are listening and as long as people are buying fucking toilets – I could give a fuck. I really That's could. That's where we are, dude. Like, right. I just ultimately, I just want people to dig it. You know, like that's what matters the most to me. And when, and when like the shit happens and then I feel like people really don't like what I'm saying or we're doing, that's what bothers me the most. You know, I haven't heard anything. So you're doing good as far as I'm concerned <laughs> for a while, but you know how that shit goes, dude, sleeping dragons lie for a little bit and then something happens, but. I think, I don't know. Everybody's just used to us. Everybody fucking hates us and we don't care. That's what we say. You know, I'm deep down. I do care. That's Adam. Adam's mantra is we don't care. I'm like, I kind of fucking care, dude. Like I want to be liked. Do you really don't care? Because the moniker of your show is hashtag no offense. So why should you, right? Yeah. I I guess I'm the no offense part. See, well, and I hate the name of the show too. Like we've talked about that recently too. I, I don't like it. I wish we could change it. Now it's on my fucking forearm. I mean, there's no going back now. What's wrong with you? Fuck it, bro. I'm, well, actually, DJ and I were talking about it, and I, he was like, "It's kind of hard to find you in a search." And I'm like, "Bitch, that is the tip of the fucking iceberg of my problems with the, with that fucking name of that show, dude." I like <laughs> it. It, 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 and it became the name because of fucking old Adam that used to be on there. You, we, I used to say fucking mean ass shit to him as a friend, you know, like how we bust each other's balls, and he would get all fucking offended, and I would have to put no offense. And I'm such a goddamn old man. I didn't know hashtags. You put the hashtag first. So I would put no offense hashtag in a fucking text stream with him and shit. And he's like, it goes at the beginning, dumbass. And I'm so I'm fucking dyslexic. And it was a whole inside joke or whatever. And that's how we fucking named it. Then it became pound no offense. And we're like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I'm thinking it should make computer search because the fucking characters go above the A's. But whatever. If you type in HTNOS, we pop up on Google. That's That's what I was going to say, man. It's a good gimmick. So fuck what everybody else thinks. Eat a dick. I like it. www.eatadick.com. Right. Well, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat with you with the toilets, dude. At the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're fucking making money, so somebody's listening. You well, know? That's, that's what I'm saying. As long as people are listening to it and I can keep my wife off my ass by saying, look, look, this thing is here. So there's a little extra cash on the side, dude. Right. We're buying a house right now. And she's like, hey, I know we're not supposed to use the hemp bombs money, but I mean, like, for the down payment, if we could move some things around and da da da. And I said, yeah, fucking hey, dude, that's what it's for. At the rate I'm going, it might pay for my wife's fucking 40th birthday trip. So I'm really not angry about it right now. I don't know. That's the problem. Like, she was supposed to plan (laughs) some shit. And uh, the reason I say she was supposed to plan some shit is because my wife is very hard to surprise. And also Mm -hmm. she's kind of anal about plans and stuff. So the plan was let's get it together and figure it out. And 
I think what we got together and figured out is it's going to cost a shitload of money to do just about anything. So <laughs> we're at that yeah, point true. where we're paying off bills, man. And it's just, it sucks. It's her 40th birthday. Yeah, I, I, I'm 39 this year, and I got 40 looming. And I, I told, I like, it never really matters. But this one, for whatever reason, it feels weird. Like this is a tough one. So I mean, I think for women, it hits harder too. No mm-hmm. offense, baby. No, I, I don't get. Hey, I told her. I said you're just getting ripe. I've always had a thing for older chicks. I said as soon as you hit 40, it's going to be a different thing. Like I promise, <laughs> like it's going to be, it's going to get real weird around my house. <laughs> I don't think it bothers me so much because when pe- when people I tell people how old I am, they don't believe me. Right. They think I'm younger than I am. I'm getting and that I'm point. Like, don't drink or smoke. Yeah, I don't get fucking carded for cigarettes anymore. That kind of makes me feel I mean, okay. At least they know I'm not twenty one, but it's like you could have asked, man. I mean I could pass <laughs> for twenty one. Dude, when we were kids and we started dating, I must have been 19. If, if I, I was probably just 19, maybe 20, but probably 19. And her and I walked into a convenience store. White hen. And they, they said, they asked her, they were like, are you guys together? And she goes, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, because, you know, under certain age, you got to yeah, be accompanied be by a parent. Yeah, there two students in the store at a time. Yeah, she's like, they there's only. They thought he was my dad. Yeah. I'm like, for real, I'm literally a year older than you. But I was cute. I had longer hair and I had pigtails in my hair, like little pigtail buns, and I had a visor on. Yeah. So I looked young. And it said, like, yeah. Beaver lovers. Back in back in two thousand, she you know, and them them Cox visors and the ones that said beavers and shit. Yeah, she had the beavers visor on and she looked mm-hmm. like a oh, fucking. Man. We were all punk day back then. We were all punk rock back then. Back in the aughts, remember that mm-hmm. shit? I just found out that was a thing because Two Rings told me last year. I didn't even know that's what they were He's called. So hip. It's a crazy time, man. Look, mm-hmm. uh, my wife is probably gonna punch me if I don't go make her some dinner soon. I could talk to you assholes all night. So go get some I rest. Know, and I'm going to go pee because I've drank most of this oil can of beer. I like <laughs> hey, I drink my beer by the pound, God damn it! I like no to problem. have them two at a time. You a real man, I Joby. hope you bought two of them because at the, at the fucking liquor stores, they should be like two for three fifty. It's the only reason I buy them. I'm a cheap motherfucker. It's not just a clever name. <laughs> Guys, brother, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, All right, sir. Bye, Jody. So that was Chris and Duchess. The hashtag no offense show. Always a pleasure to have them. And uh, actually, since we recorded this, there's been a whole lot of other shit. They've now found their compound and uh, are moving right along. Pictures from the pool. It's going to be a fun summer. But anyway, we're here amidst the coronavirus. Everything has almost come to a complete stop. The world is coming to an end, apparently. And uh, we all got a front row seat. So, yay. Good news is, uh, bidet sales are up. So, hey, while you're at it, join the club. Go to biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. Get you 10% off, guys. Uh, you're going to need it. You can't buy toilet paper. That's that's that. I appreciate you listening. Uh, please go like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your friend's mama about the show. If you'd like, you can get at me on Twitter at poboypod at jodyb501. And that's it, man. I know it's been a minute. I'm trying to get everything lined up. I got some good stuff. Hopefully, the world doesn't come to an end. (laughs) And then maybe you'll get to hear the rest of what I got in store, guys. Thanks. We'll see you next time.
I wanna fight you, I fucking fight you 